Welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello there, friend. I hope you're doing really well. I'm coming to you from Changu in Bali. And as you may notice, this intro is going to be probably a little bit noisy. There's birds, there's traffic noise. Changu is kind of a little bit of a busy place, even though where I'm staying is a bit of a sanctuary. So please just bear with me through this intro. The audio for the actual interview is great. So just bear with me for the next couple of minutes. I've been having the best time here surfing, going to yoga classes and eating the most delicious healthy food. I really love the heat and the humidity and the tropical climate and all the greenery and everything that comes with that. So I've been having the absolute best time. So moving on from my self-indulgent chat about my holiday, this week I have my new team member Andisha back on the podcast and we're going to be chatting all about getting to the root cause of fertility challenges. About one in every six couples have challenges with their fertility and the rates of infertility are increasing. The good news is there is so much you can do to get to the underlying cause of why you're experiencing these fertility challenges. Before we get into the episode, I have some very exciting news for you. We have just opened the doors to our brand new program, High Vibe and Healthy Mama. Many of the women I speak with are super confused about all the conflicting information out there when it comes to all things fertility and pregnancy, like which foods to eat and avoid, the best prenatal vitamins to take, and which lab testing they should be doing. And I want to help you get the answers you need to feel really empowered around your health and to help you get the best outcomes possible in terms of supporting your fertility, pregnancy, and a healthy baby. So to do this, I've partnered with Andesha, who you'll be hearing from in today's podcast. Andesha is a functional nutritionist like me, and she's also a registered nurse. Andesha's passion for a root cause holistic approach to fertility and pregnancy developed after her own IVF journey. She brings this personal experience combined with over 20 years as a nurse in clinical medicine to support her clients on their own fertility and pregnancy journeys. High Vibe and Healthy Mama is a one-on-one program and includes consultations, personalized nutrition and supplement protocols, and online messaging support in between sessions. We only have limited spots available in our first intake because we really want to be able to offer that high level of support that I always offer to my clients. If you enroll before the 30th of November, you can save $100 on the program. And just to let you know, it is super affordable at only $699 Australian dollars. Head to frandargaville.com forward slash mama, that's M-A-M-A, or the link in my Instagram bio or the show notes to get all the info and save your spot. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hey, Andisha, welcome back to the podcast. 
Hey, Fran, thank you for having me back. It's wonderful to be back. Yeah, I'm really excited to be back with you this week and continuing our conversation from last week. So last week we spoke all about how you can support your fertility naturally to put you in the best place possible when you're ready to conceive. And this week we're going to chat more about what to do when you're actually having challenges with your fertility. So Andesha, I know you've had your own experience with fertility challenges and your own fertility journey. Could you share with us a little bit about your experience and what you went through and what that was like for you? Yeah, completely. So thanks for asking the question, Fran. So my journey with fertility began about 10 years ago, well, actually probably longer than that. About 12 and I wish I had had the awareness and knowledge that by getting back to basics with my diet exercise and reducing my stress levels and making more of an effort to minimize my exposure to toxins would all be impactful practices that would have optimized and had a massive impact on improving my fertility so Six months into us trying to start a family, we realized that we were having fertility issues and I went to my GP with these concerns only to be told and only to learn at that point in time that it's not classed as a fertility issue unless you've been trying for a year. So we were told to go back and continue trying for another six months and after the six months to come back and they will then give us a referral to a specialist. And during this time, there were no recommendations, guidance, support or uh, information provided to us with regards to how we could optimise our ability to fall pregnant naturally. And this to me was quite confusing, quite stressful, but I followed through with it. And had I known what I know now, it would have been so beneficial in my fertility journey. The GPs really don't give you any recommendations outside of doing your blood pressure, your heart rate, your temperature, and doing a set of bloods. And from all of that information that they get, you're healthy. And it's not until you've been given the referral to a specialist that you realize that the whole process then begins with the investigations because a GP doesn't do those initial investigations. So to to know that I would have been able to access these services outside of receiving the referral would have been exceptionally helpful and beneficial in optimizing my pregnancy journey. Yeah, and when you say these services, are you referring to the, you know, holistic or functional approach? For sure. Yeah, the functional approach. Yeah, and then when you actually finally were able to see the fertility specialist what happened then was it then doing more and more investigation and then going into the process of IVF I suppose what did that look like if you don't mind sharing so yeah they really begin that entire process from the beginning again because they themselves need to work out where to start and what 
the actual issue is or concern is in why you're finding it challenging or difficult to um, to conceive. So they do a whole lot of tests. They then start the process of doing a whole lot of different investigations and they bring all of that information together through your information that you give to them and they put together a picture for you as to what they think could be the precipitating factor in your challenges with fertility and from there the recommendation you either are given recommendations with how to address those issues and then moving on to uh, things like in utero fertilization and then further on into the IVF. My personal journey involved me being diagnosed with stage two endometriosis, which I then went on to have cleared and was told, I'm okay, go and try again and then come back. And that didn't occur over a three-month period. So the journey for me was even extended further than the one year that I had initially waited to receive the referral from, you know, to a specialist. Uh, We then moved on to going through in utero fertilization and then into IVF. So we definitely moved through the processes and it did take us a full three to four years. Mm -hmm. And you might just share as well that, yes, you have then eventually been able to to fall pregnant or you had been able to fall pregnant. So you can share with us about your kids now as well. Yeah. So we were very lucky to be blessed with two beautiful kids And I will be honest in saying that uh, both of them have been through the IVF process and our first was our last uh, fertilized embryo in that cycle and our second I had to go through another cycle of collecting eggs to then be able to have our second child which was a very similar journey in and of itself. And through that process, certainly have learned a lot about myself and feel blessed each and every day to be experiencing life with them. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing. So I love to hear that success story. And I think we do also just want to raise as well that you can go through that whole process of IVF and get to that point. And then many people go through many, many rounds and still don't have success. And there are all of these things that we do speak about here on the podcast that you could be doing to prepare yourself for the whole process. And these things also you could be doing alongside IVF or any of those stages before that as well. So you don't need to wait till it gets to that point. But you may also be able to support yourself and increase your chances of success, whether that is through conception naturally or something like IVF, through doing this and having this root cause approach to your health. But also realizing as well that there are no guarantees with IVF as well, because I think a lot of us look at that as the magic bullet and it's going to fix all of our problems. But it's not always the case. And it's also, as you're very familiar with, Andisha, it's you know also a very 
challenging process as well. It's not a, a quick fix by any means or a silver bullet. And a lot of these things that we want to support you with are much more approachable and non-invasive and, um, you know, supportive of your health. Would you, what are your thoughts around that? You are so correct in everything you have said, Fran. Um, my greatest learning experience through this entire journey is that I went, I consented to, you know, moving through the entire IVF journey with the understanding that it's okay, I'll come out with a baby. And through that entire process, you start to learn that even consenting to move through that process, you're not guaranteed that you will come out with a baby in your hand. And that it taught me that nothing in life is a guarantee and to support my body and myself in a way that is going to optimize that process. And I do believe through addressing your health from a nutritional way as well as your your diet and lifestyle changes, it can be so impactful in supporting your body and allowing your body to then move through that pregnancy journey, the fertility journey in a way that is less stressful as well. Yeah, that's exactly right. And everything we do in the way that we work is really geared towards helping you reach optimal health, whatever that looks like for you. So that trajectory, that path to get there is going to be very different for all of us. But yes, we're looking at supporting your fertility, but along the way that supports your sleep, that supports your resilience to stress and reduces anxiety. It you know helps you just feel more nourished and stronger and energized every single day. So basically it's this really holistic approach that we take that is just supportive of your health on a whole. And I think it's important to, to remember that. And yeah, as, as we're saying here, there are no guarantees, you know, by any means, but by having this holistic approach, you can put yourself in the best possible position to conceive in whatever way that is. And at the same time, you're supporting your health on a whole and how you feel on a daily basis. Completely. And can I just add to that? We focus on supporting our health and, you know, optimizing our ability to conceive. Also know that by doing this for your body, you are then giving that to your baby as well. So you're not just doing it for yourself. Yes, you are in a way to fall pregnant, but also know that the work you're doing for yourself you're imparting it onto that fetus and that growing baby who will then be nourished in a way that will allow you to move through the nine months of pregnancy with greater ease yeah a hundred percent i love that so if someone listening is having challenges with their fertility what should we be looking at and where should we be getting started I would say first and foremost, we would be addressing your diet and your lifestyle practices. And then moving on from there, testing wise, we would recommend you go and get some bloods done from your GP, which in Australia is covered through Medicare. And then moving on from that, 
we would recommend you have a hair tissue mineral analysis. And for the hair tissue mineral analysis, how this helps in relation to fertility is that the minerals and the interpersonal relationship have a powerful effect on balancing our endocrine system and hormonal balance. And hair tissue mineral analysis can look at how an individual's excess or deficiency of essential minerals and the presence of toxic metals can contribute to infertility. It also helps point the way to a more bi-individual dietary lifestyle and supplement protocol. And then moving on from hair tissue minerals analysis, we can also do a gut microbiome protocol. And then following on from that, um, we can do testing with your adrenals and a female cycling testing. So there's various options. Yeah, absolutely. So we have all of these tools and the testing that is right for you is going to depend on the individual basically. So generally we'll get started with blood tests as Andisha mentioned, because it's free for us in Australia for most of these tests. uh, And it's a really great place to start, but we do have all of these other tools as Andisha mentioned, we've got the HTMA, we've got the GI map and we have hormone testing as well. And there are other tests outside of that. And the one that's right for you is going to really depend on your needs. And none of these may be right for you. You know, what's going on for you may be addressed through the blood work alone and you may not need to go any further than that. But I think it's really empowering to know that we have all of these things in our back pocket. And if you feel like you've tried it all with the conventional route and perhaps you've already been working on your stress levels and going low tox and working on the nutrition pieces, then I think it's really comforting to know that there are all these other areas that you can investigate and explore to, you know, identify what could be contributing to the the fertility challenges that you are having. And then also to keep in mind that many of these things we can do with your partner as well. Or if you're a male, we can do these things with you as well. It's not just reserved for the woman. So yeah, there's there's plenty of options and there is so much that we can do to investigate the root cause. So we spoke earlier in the podcast about, say for example, you might go to a GP and they may send you away and tell you to come back when you've had trouble falling pregnant for, you know, say a full year. If someone perhaps is starting to think about preconception or if they've already been trying for maybe a few months and haven't fallen pregnant yet, when's a good time to start to investigate all of this and investigate what's going on with their health and perhaps anything that could be contributing to fertility challenges? This work that we offer An individual can commence this work at any time through their journey with starting a family. It is not required that they need to start it as soon as they've seen their GP or they've seen a specialist. A couple can begin this work as soon as they decide that they want to start a family and it doesn't necessarily need to be six months prior or two months prior. The the earlier you begin this work, the greater your chances are of moving through the process of conceiving easily. 
as we approach various aspects of your health and symptoms earlier on. But that's not to say that you can't come to us after seeing your GP or a specialist and wanting to add on this work in conjunction with the conventional options that you are choosing to move down. So this work can begin at any point in your conception journey. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So no time is really too early to begin thinking about this and working on this, as Andisha said. And, you know, no time is too late either if you're already on your IVF journey, for example. Focusing on your nutrition and lifestyle factors and having this root cause approach to your health is going to be supportive at that stage as well and can absolutely work alongside, you know, any other recommendations that you have from a GP or specialist as well. So Andisha, do you have anything final that you'd like to share or a final piece of advice to share with anyone listening? My final piece of advice to anyone listening would be now that you've listened to this podcast and you are aware of your options, please seek them out. It might not be us, it might be someone else and that's completely fine. But also know that these options are out there for you and and I do wish that I had been aware of these options prior to me moving down the journey and it's there for you to access. So if this is something that you are drawn to, if this is something that is speaking to you to access, then please go out there and access these options. They are out there, they are available outside of conventional therapies. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there are some people, I'm speaking to people all the time who, for example, can be a little bit nervous about seeing a nutritionist or, you know, functional nutritionist about whether they can actually implement our recommendations, whether they can make changes to their diet and make changes to their stress levels and remember to take any supplements that we recommend and all of those pieces. And I will just say that our approach is always just completely personalized to you and where you're at. And it feel, if it feels better for you to just implement one change or two changes at a time, we can do that. That's what we're here for. And, and that's why, you know, we like to be able to offer these one-to-one services for you as well so that it's personalized for you. Or on the other hand, if you're the person that just wants to dive straight in and get all the recommendations and make a more dramatic shift to your nutrition and lifestyle, then we can support you with that as well. So there's not really any sort of right or wrong, but I would say we're not scary. We're not, you know, don't, don't be intimidated by this whole process. We just want to support you in the best way that we can, whatever that looks like for you. So you can definitely do this and we're not going to make you do anything that, you know, that just isn't going to work with you, that isn't going to, you know, fit in with your lifestyle or that's going to be completely unrealistic for you. So thank you so much, Andesha, for sharing your personal experience with us and sharing all of this wisdom with us as well. So thanks for being here and we'll definitely be diving into more of these topics on future episodes as well. So if anyone has any questions or anything you'd like us to cover, please reach out to us and let us know. So thank you, Andesha. Thanks, Fran. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. 
If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.